Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. And something new and still strange is happening in Washington, D.C. these days. The peculiar and woefully demented at best corrupt president of ours is seemingly being forced by his party, that is, the Marxist Dems, the demagogues and merchants of fantasy, are suddenly demanding the puppet president get real, cut his strings, and build a wall on the southern border. With shrill cries of hypocrisy abandoned, and reason found surfacing. It's now the cry of the left. Whatever it takes to secure the border. Whatever it takes. For his part, Biden is in hiding. No particular reason. Perhaps he's tired of listening to the hard-left Marxists of his party, like AOC, demand Biden do something about the rising crime rates in those Democrat-run big cities. The homelessness, a crushing burden that Biden has dropped on cities on both coasts, nearly all the major cities in between. And Biden seems to be at that critical point where his sins, and they are many and they are profound, are beginning to catch up with him. And his party, a parasitic Marxist, are trying, it seems, to get as far from him as possible. We'll see what happens next. Joining us now, the author of the all-new book, Breaking Biden, exposing the hidden forces and secret money machine behind Joe Biden, his family, his administration, his regime, if you prefer. The author's name is Alex Marlowe. And Alex, it's great to have you with us here on The Great America Show. First of all, I want to say congratulations on the book. It's a great success. I've got so many reasons to congratulate you. The success of Breitbart News as well, where you are the 
top editor. But the book, it is fantastic and having real impact, isn't it? It feels like there's some real momentum behind it, Lou. And thanks to you for having me on and for all you do, not just for uh, people who are interested in the news, and pe- but really the sort of America first nationalist uh, movement. I think you are a real pioneer in this regard, and we're definitely uh, fellow travelers at Breitbart. Well, it's, I'm honored to be a, a fellow traveler with you and uh, all the good folks at Breitbart. Uh, and thank you for that. Let, let's turn to Breaking Biden, uh, the, the title of the book. Uh, Alex has written a terrific book. We obviously recommend it to you uh, highly. Uh, and it's, it's so interesting to me, the exposing the hidden forces and secret money machine behind Joe Biden, his family and his administration is the subtitle. And, and it does so much more than what the subtitle promises. And I have to say, I've learned a few things in going through your book. Uh, and amongst those uh, things that I find uh, interesting is, uh, a, you know, I, I guess I seize on commonality of perspective and view. But your your chapter on uh, the pandemic and the cor- coronavirus power grab, for example, uh, I, I think everyone needs to pay great attention about the whole book. Uh, but I, I found that particularly interesting because uh, it is uh, people need to understand that there were no accidents uh, in the period uh, 2020 uh, till now. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think that that's a a great way of summarizing it. And um, yeah, the book is focused on corruption in general. I think that that is one of the broader threads throughout every chapter is how the Biden family and Biden friends were cutting deals with people, overseas people, et cetera, and trying to build a system and take advantage of a system to not just push their policy agendas. Those are really secondary to money and power. And, I, and that does go through the whole book. But the book is more than that. And I really do examine um, all of the key policy failures in throughout Joe Biden's life, but of course, with an emphasis on recent events, because he's president now. And I had assumed when I took on the book, he was going to be president again. Uh, Lou, I'm in the rare group here that doesn't think that Joe Biden is deteriorating mentally or physically at a faster rate than normal people. You know why? He's always been this way. And I trace back the examples. (laughs) I go through insane things he's done going back in the 70s. I mean, there's one anecdote from the 70s that might be the nuttiest of all of them. So he was doing that 40, 50 years ago. I, I will leave that as a tease for now. Um, but I do spend the latter portion of the book going through some of his domestic policies. And the coronavirus in particular was a total disaster. Uh, at one point is that Joe himself said that uh, Donald Trump should resign when coronavirus deaths yes. under Trump was around two, 200,000. Well, uh, Joe tripled that. So Joe should have theoretically resigned three times based on his own coronavirus incompetence. And that just leads into a deep discussion into what he got wrong, which was essentially everything. Well, he and he is um, absolutely skilled, uh, as Bob Gates said, uh, in foreign policy. There's nothing he hasn't had wrong uh, over the course of, well, I think it was 40 years when Bob said that. Uh, there is the famous Obama quote, which there isn't anything. Well, I'll put it this way. The president said something akin to this. Uh, Joe Biden could screw up a vacant lot. And uh, he has done more yeah. than that. He has a a gift for being uh, addled, uh, confused, uh, uncertain, 
but uh, emphatic in what he says and does. I, I mean, to think what yes. he's achieved in two and a half, just a little over two and a half years, whether it's the millions of illegal immigrants he's brought in, the disaster that he's visited upon uh, not only our foreign policy and national interests, but those of our allies, uh, the entirety of Europe. It, it's it's truly remarkable uh, what this man does. Uh, it's true. And, and and if you go subject to subject matter, for example, let's take the coronavirus, where his whole strategy was mass and vaccines, mass and vaccines. So we learned from study after study, the mass didn't do much, if anything. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, Lou, I have the benefit of having a lot of doctors and even a frontline doctor in my family. So I was getting fed information from the front lines and the paper mass and the cloth mass never worked, not for a second. Everyone knew they didn't work. There was some suspicion the N95s would help a little bit. But no one had those, and those who did have them weren't fitted for them. The, the frontline doctor in my life, uh, she had to spend 30 minutes getting properly fitted for hers. Uh, and what she was told in terms of exposure to coronavirus, it, it, it wasn't you know the six feet rule, which came out of nowhere. It was amount of time spent in the room with someone with the virus. Sure. All this information was basically, yeah, it was it was all kept a secret uh, from the public. And Joe kept talking about mass and vaccines, mass and vaccines. He treated healthy children who may have just recovered from the virus exactly the same when he was talking about vaccines as 75 year olds who had weakened immune systems and compromised health. Uh, there's just no reason for that. There's no science behind it. And what he ended up doing is totally ruining any sort of positive message. And in the meantime, while Trump was doing Operation Warp Speed, uh, Biden did did nothing. He did nothing to pursue any sort of treatments or any sort of Operation Warp Speed to try to actually treat people who didn't want to get the shots. This created massive amounts of alienation and people were dying like flies and the media completely let them off the hook. Uh, you can go through that with every major policy Biden's undertaken. Uh, Ukraine, for example, the Ukraine war. I pit the Ukraine war in the book, Lou, almost entirely on Joe Biden. Uh, other than Putin himself, there's no one more responsible for that war. I agree Joe with you 100%. Biden's Ukraine yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 jump in. No, no, I, I agree with you 100 uh, percent. And you take up the issue of the minor incursion. When I heard the man yes. say that, I could not believe my ears. And of course, the national mainstream corporatist left wing media uh, gives it a pass. But to hear it was an invitation to, to Putin. And on top Absolutely of that, it was the intelligence agencies for once were doing their jobs. They knew that he would invade uh, and they knew what the provocation were, what the red lines were, uh, as you uh, lay out in, in your terrific book. Uh, it, it's just it's mind numbing to think what that this man is the president of the United States and has been in federal service for for a half century. It, it's it's crazy. It is crazy because his record of failure is so robust. This also, I think, refutes that he's just a puppet narrative. One of the best examples for that is the Afghanistan chapter, where a lot of people know some of the details. I guarantee you, you'll learn a lot of new details from the book. Uh, but the basic thing that I found stunning looking at the Afghanistan uh, pullout and how badly that went is Joe basically went it alone. Even the people in Joe's administration that I'm sure your audience and mine hate, you know, the Mark Millies of the world, 
even they were going, hey, Joe, I don't think this strategy is going to work, dude. I think this thing is going to really not go well. And it didn't go well. And Joe did it anyway. And he kept soldiering on with it and kind of acting like it was no big deal. Even the people who uh, you and I, Lou, agree with on everything would have would have agreed with us there that Joe's strategy was terrible. And he still did it. And he ended up America ended up droning a car full of children. And we just blew through this thing. We droned a car full of children and then we just moved on with our lives like, oh, there you go. That happens all the time. This is it was impeachable from the start. And we abandoned tens of thousands of our allies, as well as American citizens, uh, as he withdrew. Uh, and yes. 80 plus billion dollars worth of equipment. Uh, a, right. You know, I don't know what you could put the price tag. Which, which I lay out all of it, everything that's left in the book, all the money wasted, all the expenditures, everything that uh, all the voids we left behind. Uh, one of the immediate fallouts of that was how women were mistreated and the Taliban immediately sent women back to the Stone Age in terms of rights. I thought the left cared about this stuff, Lou. Am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> well, well, no, we are talking with Alex Marlowe. His book is Breaking Biden. We recommend it to you highly. We'll be right back with its author, Alex Marlowe. Stay with us. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now talking with author Alex Marlowe. He's written a terrific book, Breaking Biden. I want to take up, Alex, uh, a, a theme of corruption that runs throughout this man's life. Uh, Joe Biden uh, has been a crook throughout his whole life. Uh, he has been on the take and he has been on the make throughout. Uh, and it's and it's clear throughout your book. Uh, it's just stunning that we put up with this. Yeah, it is. And so that was one of the questions that I was trying to answer while I was doing my research. And the book was done with a team of just top notch researchers, uh, five in total. Uh, all of them have worked on number one best selling books from my friend Peter Schweitzer. So it was a pretty robust effort. It wasn't just me by myself. Uh, it was a, a real group of people. And uh, go, going, I was trying to figure out how has he had such staying power? How has he had such longevity? And there's a couple of things that I really do think he's used to his advantage. Um, uh, the, the first one is his ability to take a punch is pretty stunning. Uh, and I attribute this to him going through a lot of personal failings. He was kind of born into some wealth and some, uh, some of the pleasures of life, going to golf courses, riding horses, getting cars gifted to him. And then he lost all that when his dad's businesses fell apart. Then he ended up losing his wife and daughter in a car accident when he was around 29, 30. And then, of course, he lost his son, Bo, to cancer, which about 
about six or eight years ago, um, which was, you know, uh, probably something your audience is well familiar with. So he's taken a lot of punches. And so he's got that ability as well. Uh, but his real secret sauce, Lou, the thing that keeps him from getting shuffled off is that he has a parlor trick. And that's that he gives the leftist base of the Democrat Party whatever it wants. Mm -hmm. When his back is up against the wall, when the polls are not going well, he gives them something they want, either a massive spending deal or, you know, a student loan cut, or uh, he'll say something like he'll call Putin a butcher and some soundbite. He'll do something that tells his base he's got it. He's the man and he's got things under control. And so long as he does this, they're going to think twice about moving him on because he knows how to operate the system. He knows how to move the levers better than anyone because he's been doing it for 50 years. And so this restores the left's faith in him and they see him as a useful vessel and they use it. And Obama in particular has been using him. Uh, I, I strongly believe, as I do a number of people, I, we know that Obama knew, uh, knew exactly what he was doing because it was the subject of various meetings, including intel meetings and especially intel meetings over the course of that time. It's truly remarkable that the national media refuses to acknowledge what is reality staring them square in the face, don't you think? It is. But, you know, my first book, Lou, was on the corrupt media. It was called Breaking the News. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you, after after spending a year researching the media, nothing they do surprises me anymore. Nothing is. And you just assume they are weaponized against people like you and me and on behalf of people like Joe Biden and the Clintons. So once you have that premise in your head that, oh, these people aren't even trying to be neutral, they're trying to destroy folks. Once you take that premise, then all of a sudden things start making a lot more sense. Yeah, I, I, I've had the pleasure of uh, not not approaching it uh, abstractly with a premise, but rather living it a couple of times uh, yeah, you over the course exactly, of my career. Exactly. This is a uh, a Democrat party that it was taken over by the Marxists long ago. And where we're headed, uh, I don't know, but it, it will be very unpleasant unless the, the right actually comes to terms that they're in a war with the left. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I wrote... Uh, yeah, and I wrote the book in a way to try to be, first of all, the, the goal is to inform, um, and I want people to have the have a reset in terms of how we approach Joe Biden and to not underestimate him and to understand that he's got his hands, uh, very old hands, nine-year-old hands, whatever it is, but they're firmly on the gears, and he's going to keep moving things around to benefit his family and his base. And he's going to make money and all that stuff. Foreign entities are going to benefit from it. That, that's number one. But the other thing that I, I wanted to do is to try to make people enjoy themselves while they're getting this information, because I tried to write as fluidly and as smoothly and as entertainingly as I could, because a lot of it is really hilarious in terms of all of his foibles over the years. So that's in there. But overall, Lou, if you make it through this book, you, you can't help but feel like if we don't do something fast, and that's what I want people to do, I want people to do something fast, we're going to lose this country because all the stuff that's already going on, it's a, uh, it, it's so incalculable 
It is in every single corner of the country. The way the deep state is working with academia is working with the Biden administration in order to try to create networks, to gain more wealth and power, to be able to subvert disclosure, to be able to have essentially satellite legislatures that are taking place throughout this country right now. It's not democracy. And then they're the ones who go out there and act as though people like me and you are a threat to a democracy. It's absolutely backwards. It's pure projection. They're the ones who don't like democracy. They're the ones who subvert democracy. The Bidens in particular and all the details are there. Yeah. And the and the victims here are the American people, because there is uh, and I and I was very appreciative when uh, Jim Jordan, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, created a subcommittee called the Weaponization of Government Subcommittee, one of the four investigating committees in Congress. And yet the establishment Republicans will not recognize that they are have no control over the electoral process. They have no way to assure electoral integrity that this election in 2024 is as likely to be rigged as was the one in 2020 and 2022. And they do not comprehend or prefer not to acknowledge and react to uh, the perfidy of our political system and particularly the the Marxist Dems uh, who are uh, intent on taking over this great republic. The the Republican establishment, particularly those on the Senate side, uh, see that the biggest thing that we can do in the the country and as a people is to send money to Ukraine. And we know what that means, Lou. That means funding the pensions of Ukrainian bureaucrats. They see that as top priority, and they see the biggest threat as Donald Trump and Donald Trump's movement. That's how they see it. And it it is they're open about it. They're not even being secretive about it. And anyone who is willing to entertain that level of nonsense is just on the other side. And, and so many of them are. As a matter of fact, I often wonder just how small a minority are we on, on the right? How many of us are there truly uh, on in the MAGA world, America first, uh, who are care, uh, concerned and, and absolutely animated in defense of our national values, uh, this uh, the, the republic's future, uh, and that of our, our children and grandchildren? It is because if you pay attention only to mainstream media, you would think that we are a, a you know a twiddling uh, a minority that is just about to expire. Uh, and I I think the opposite. I believe the opposite. But I don't find fire in the belly of many in this country in the political realm. There are a handful, and were it not for Donald Trump, there wouldn't be any new ideas. There wouldn't be any fire. There wouldn't be any leadership. I can't think of another soul who can uh, aspire uh, to his prominence uh, and his standing uh, as the uh, standard standard bearer of the party. Uh, Can you? No, and I, this is really why I wrote Breaking Biden is because I do feel like people punch out on this guy. He is the single greatest threat to U.S. democracy. In, there's no close second upon my scrutiny. And we act like he's just we got him by happenstance, Lou. He just lucked into the job. It's absolutely absurd. He's wanted it for life. He's not going to give it up easily. And he's going to erode so many of our institutions if he's not stopped. We need to be fired up right now. And I think, by the way, the accident has a name, Congressman uh, Jim Clyburn, uh, representing the great state of uh, uh, South Carolina. We're going to take up that with author Alex Marlowe. His new book is Breaking Biden. I I love the title, by the way. I love the subtitle. Thank you. We're coming right back with Alex Marlowe. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now with Alex Marlowe. The book is Breaking Biden. We recommend it to you, as I said, highly and uh, enthusiastically. Uh, It's a book that uh, is a a wonderful, wonderful uh, treatment of uh, this this half century, at least, of uh, Biden corruption. And I don't want to leave the topic of corruption, Alex, just for, for a second. How is it that we can, in your opinion, uh, allow a president or any other official to store 1,850 boxes of classified documents uh, at the University of Delaware, have them transported to his attorneys, a number of them supported to his attorneys in Boston, and there is not even a word from the special counsel while we're treated in the case of Donald Trump to a constant barrage of public commentary from the junkyard jackal, Jack Smith, uh, who is, of course, uh, pursuing, amongst his other cases, uh, the, the, the classified documents case against President Trump. Yeah, this is uh, something that comes up pretty early in the book. I, I do an analysis of the classified documents. And uh, you remember when they found some of the documents literally sitting next to Joe's 1967 Corvette? Lou, like, it, it's like, how, how is this acceptable at all? It's not funny. It's because you know who has access to that garage. Hunter Biden. What do you think Hunter Biden does? Hunter Biden still has Chinese business deals. He still has Chinese business deals, Lou. Uh, I'm going through and looking at which family members benefited from deals with with each country. Let me tell you some of the countries that come up in this book. Uh, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, China over and over again, Iraq, Jamaica, Costa Rica. There's so many places where the Bidens wet their beaks over the years. The list could go on. I could bore the audience the whole day with it. And Joe's just got documents just sitting there. And he's like, oh, who, me? I don't have documents there. Oh, my bad. Let's say here. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm better than Trump. It's absolutely an outrage and something that if it was Trump, we would immediately see impeachment proceedings. And Joe Biden is skirted it because the uh, the, the the deep state and the media establishment, the Democrat establishment, they know to leave the guy alone. They don't touch him. Um, and the timing of Joe's classified document scandal I observe in the book um, is almost optimized. It was it came out right after the 2022 20, uh, midterm elections, and it's timed to basically be so far in people's memory by the time we all go to vote next November. Uh, it, it is just lined up perfectly for him, unless, of course, people like you and me want to talk about it. Well, to that end, uh, my point is, 
how in the world are, is it that intelligence agencies that know what everyone is saying, what everyone is communicating, whether telephonically, digitally, uh, uh, you name the, the media, uh, we're in constant communication. The NSA has constant surveillance. And yet there are great imponderables like why did none of the intelligence services or law enforcement agencies in this country know what Biden was about, what he was doing in each one of those countries that you enumerated? We know yeah. darn well they know exactly what he was doing. We know the Secret Service uh, intercedes and intervenes in behalf of Hunter, Hunter Biden when Hunter Biden didn't even have Secret Service uh, detail, nor did his father at that point in 2018. It goes on and on. There is a wide, wide cover-up, and we have no one, including the U.S. Congress at this mo moment, it's early days, I, I hope, uh, but nonetheless, they have not touched the cover-up itself and have not had the courage to this point, or at least the comfort, to subpoena directly Hunter Biden, uh, all of the agency heads, and 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 by God, mean it. Uh, we're, we're looking at a moment of... Uh, there's a, a certain inertia, uh, an ennui within, uh, the, within the Senate and the House that I think has to be overcome before anything uh, substantive can happen, like save the republic. I'm all for it. I would love to see it. Uh, and I does feel like we've been making some incremental progress in recent months, uh, but some of these things take time. And one thing that you'll notice as going through the book is just how much has yet to be investigated, how much is unexplained, how many deals where we are missing documents, we are missing phone records, we are missing explanations of uh, of uh, how transactions were made and who are the beneficiaries. And all of these are under the power of the Congress to figure out. Um, I wish I had subpoena power. Uh, it would have made the book even spicier than it is, uh, but I don't. And it's going to be <laughs> it'd be nice. You can dream. A boy can dream. Um, yeah. But if the, there is there is so many places where I hope that breaking Biden prompts people to dig deeper because you're just going to see clear constellations of what look like the anatomy of a bribe one after the next after the next. They're all there. The facts are all there laying out what we know to be true in our heads. But you got to prove it on paper if you're going to get the guy removed from office. So. Well, uh, it, 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 it is a process and I just, it's hard to be, I understand why you're not confident in it at the moment. I just want to compliment you again uh, on the book. Uh, it, it is uh, comprehensive. It is terrific. Uh, it's uh, in-depth and uh, and nicely done, sir. I, I just I have to say you wanted to do a reset, you said, on on, on Biden and on, on the corruption and his failures is your focus. And and I think you've done exactly that uh, and not his age and his gaffes. I think too often that's the only thing that attracts the national media. Yes, this is a I would not have written a book uh, about this man if I thought he was just a bumbling idiot. I think he's much more nefarious than that. And again, to that point I made earlier, that if you look back to the crazy stuff he was saying in the 70s, uh, he's always said crazy stuff, but he's always had a fastball and he's had the ability to read the base and to give the base what they want. And so long as he has that and he still does, 
And he has got this system that you were alluding to earlier, working on his behalf, the Mark Eliases and the Stacey Abrams of the world going around community organizing, trying to make it so the Democrats can have a huge advantage in terms of getting ballots into ballot boxes, which is the game now, Lou. It's not just about the best ideas or the best candidates. It's who can get the, the most ballots in the ballot boxes. Uh, so long as he's building that apparatus, which he is, then he's going to be a threat next time, even if Trump enters in a stronger position. Yeah. Those Republicans, and I think this is a, where you and I would probably part company on the issue. Uh, I don't believe that the Republicans should be in a contest for early voting. I do not believe they should be in a contest for drop boxes. I do not believe uh, that anything less than demanding a rigorous, structured uh, architecture that is finite uh, for the election will uh, will deliver electoral integrity and uh, fairness. I, I just believe it's a uh, it's a fool's dream to think that Republicans are going to go up against Mark Elias, who's made a career out of his yeah. uh, nefarious uh, but often brilliant uh, subversions of uh, the electoral process. But, but we have to win one more time in order to reestablish that there's an election day and people need to go show up and vote with their own hands and their own ballots. Like, I would love that. And but we got to win one more first till we can get there. Yeah. And and I wonder, too, uh, if there isn't a certain level of just uh, apathy uh, for passivity on the part of the right that can't be overcome. Uh, because I, I don't see any energy, not in the Republican National Committee. I don't see an organization behind Donald Trump. Uh, do you? I don't see enough. I never have. It's part of why I've maintained, you know, my position in independent media. Uh, it, it's very disheartening, the state of things in terms of right wing energy. Part of it is not. So off putting Lou in the sense that I think we care more about our families and we go to church more. And there are certain things that it, it is superior, I think, to have more balance in your life. Uh, but the reality is we're going up against a political movement, the American left right now, the Marxist left, who they wake up and they live, eat and breathe politics. They think protesting on a Sunday morning is better than going to brunch. Uh, th that's how they are. And we need to recognize that that is a force. Even if their ideas are terrible, that is a very powerful force. And we need to figure out how we can best it. And I don't think there's enough energy being put into that task. Well, I think you've given us one idea. All of our demonstrations should be uh, we should be serving brunch on Sunday mornings uh, right after church. <laughs> The book is Breaking Biden, and its author is Alex Marlowe. Alex, we've enjoyed our conversation here today. We wish you all the best of luck with the book. It is terrific, uh, and I know everyone will want to read it uh, straight away. Thanks so much, and God bless you. Thank you, Lou. Thanks, everybody, for being here today. Our guest tomorrow, Mark Morgan, former Commissioner of Customs and Border Patrol, on the millions of illegal aliens that Biden's brought into the country in his first two years and some eight months in office. How many million more will have to be deported if the country wakes up? President Trump says it will be the biggest deportation in the country's history. Please join us for that tomorrow and each and every day. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs, on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight, and go to LouDobbs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless and save America.